This is a Hot Pie Media Original. This episode of the Inhumane Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So, is there anything that is preventing you from achieving your goals? Anything at all? Is there a reason that you seem like you're in Stuckville and you just can't move forward? Well, BetterHelp is here to assess your needs and really match you with your own licensed professional therapist. I love that you're able to chat with them within 48 hours and it's not a crisis line. It's not for self-help. It really is just professional therapy and you can do this securely online. The services are available no matter your time zone and you can log into your account anytime and send your message to your therapist. It's like having them on speed dial. You can even schedule a weekly video or phone session, and you never have to sit and wait in a lobby. BetterHelp is really committed to, you know, facilitating those great therapeutic matches, and they make it super easy and free to change therapists if you need to do so. I know with a lot of the service providers of anti-human trafficking organizations and people like you who are listening to this could have some vicarious trauma and the therapists they see don't normally allow them to move back and forth. And so here you're able to change therapists if you need to do so, um, so that you find a better fit. Now, BetterHelp really wants you to start living a happier life today. So please visit their website, betterhelp.com. And because they're doing such a great job, you can join over a million people who have taken charge of their own mental health and with the help of an experienced professional. And so we have an actual special offer for you today for all of the Inhumane podcast listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash inhumane. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Inhumane Podcast. You are listening to part three with the wonderful individual named Jenny Sue Jessen with Compass 31. Um, we are kind of wrapping up um, our phenomenal conversation. Um, if you have not listened to part one and part two, I encourage you to do so. Go ahead. Actually, just push stop. Push stop now, go back to part one, um, because this is fire. Like we, her and I are on fire right now. Um, and it just wouldn't be fair to you if you started listening right now. So go ahead and stop, go back to part one and listen in because we're about to, to blow your mind on how you can help stop human trafficking, um, as well as prevent it. So let's listen in to part three. I wanted to our 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 listeners to understand your restoration um program because we know also we have so many listeners that that's also an area that they want to help in um but just like myself that I shared with you because I'm you know I I didn't have all these letters after my name um that people were like nope can't help so that's why we created our own table and we invite everybody to it um but so many people are so confused on the restoration area and they're like, how, how can I help? Right. Um, what can I do? And so tell us about your unique restoration, um, program or process when you have, um, when you walk alongside these individuals and you're seeing that freedom, right. That freedom from all of it. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. 
Yeah, I, I will just share. I just want to clarify, like, I'm not the be all end all. Like, <laughs> I, I don't have all the answers. I, I'm only going to speak from my personal experience. Absolutely. Um, I would not want anybody else's methodology to be called into question or undermined. I have deep and profound respect for all the organizations that are working on restoration. So I can only share from my personal experience and what we have seen be really effective in Compass 31. And that is a model of relational healing. And by that, I mean, our, our relationships with our program participants usually start when they are still in the midst of exploitation. And so our teams regularly are doing outreach in, in red light districts and among peoples, men, women, and children who, who are actively being exploited. And we show up and we have conversations and we eat food together and we play pool together and we talk and laugh and cry and play. And um, over a period of time of building a friendship, we share opportunities. We cast a vision of what would you do? Where would you be if you could do anything other than this? If there was a dream. And and I had this really amazing experience with this girl that I met in a red light district and was building a relationship with her. And I asked her once, you know, what would you do if you could do anything else? And she said, I don't understand what you're asking. There is nothing else for me. Mm. And at that age, she was 22 and she had been exploited in the red light district since the age of 15. And so I was trying to, you know, we were in a different country, the nuance of the language. I was trying to figure out how to communicate it. And I was like, if you could, like when you were a little girl, when you were wee little bitty, what did a teacher, what did you want to be? And a doctor or, you know, anything. And she's like, I don't. I don't understand what you're asking. Mm -hmm. There isn't anything else for me. So I gave up on it and went week after week after week after week. And after about six weeks, six weeks later, as I was leaving the bar that night where she was being exploited actively, I gave her a hug. And when she hugged me, she said, you know what? If I could be anything else, I think I would have a store and I would sell things and not people. And I'm like, that's a great dream. The the challenging part of the story is that that girl that I was building relationship with, she stayed in the red light district for four years, four stinking years. I went back week after week after week. I offered a job. I offered an education. We ate together and laughed and cried and prayed together. And she stayed four stinking years. And then one day out of the clear blue for me, she called on a Thursday morning and she said, mama, I quit the bar. Can I come home? Absolutely, baby. I'll be right there. And so our restoration model is built on 
trust-based relationships. Mm -hmm. And, And I made reference to it early on. All of our foster parents, our program staff are equipped with trust-based relational intervention, which comes out of TCU, Dr. Karen Furbis. And it builds the foundation for how to recognize what this person's been through, that it doesn't define them, but it has impacted them, and how we can point towards it equipping them for a future of purpose and impact. So everything we do in our restoration model is based on equipping that person to recognize first their inherent value, then their identity, and then cast, they cast a vision Mm -hmm. for what their future is. And we have the privilege of walking alongside as they take the necessary steps to step into that future of purpose. And um, so that was a long answer. No, it's a great answer. Great answer. Uh, But I think for restoration to be effective, it is based on uh, a trust-based relationship Mm -hmm. and a relationship that is co-empowering. Yeah. So I bring certain skills to the table. When I'm working with these people who have been exploited, I have connections. I have access to scholarships. I have access to jobs. I have access to housing. Um, those are, are some of the skills and gifts that I bring to the table. The program participant or the person being exploited has this fierce resilience. They have an inherent value. They have within them a purpose. I don't have a clue what that is. Right. They do. Mm -hmm. And so co-empowering means we're going to work together. Yeah. Utilizing their skills and abilities for them to reach their greatest capacity. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think our, our restoration model works. And of course I have to give a plug. Like I believe it works because it's Christ centered Mm -hmm. and nobody is ever forced to convert in our program, but they do know that we're operating from Christ-based principles. Right. And so if, and when they're curious about that, we happily share Mm -hmm. what, what that means in the context of our personal lives. Yeah. Oh, see, I, I think that's the, you know, that's the big piece in, right. Me being a TBR practitioner myself is you're, you're giving it to them, right. They're the individual, um, that is going to figure out and have to work through that process. And I'm not trying to feed them honestly, based off of maybe my own past that hasn't been solved and you know, and projected on because we know that happens too, right. uh, most of the time unintentionally. Um, and so I'm not doing that. I'm not doing what my, right. what I think my program is wanting me to do. Um, it is literally, you have all of the power. We're ju- I'm just here to work through it with you. Um, and I can't, it, it warms my heart in a, not like in a whole fuzzy kind of way, but it just literally warms me every time you, you say like these individuals have an inherent value. And when we start looking at people like that, that even though let's just, let's just get out of the, the human trafficking space for a moment. And if I'm just in the workplace, 
and I'm having to work with this difficult individual. But if I continue to remind myself, you have an inherent value, my lens is going to automatically be different, right? Right. And even my walls will come down and even my perspective will change and my heart will more than likely softened. And then we're bringing that humanity piece back into the world. Like we don't have to have humanity just because, oh my gosh, I feel so bad that this person, you know, um, was trafficked. No, it it carries over. And I feel like when this advocacy takes hold of you, and you start to help in this movement or any other movement that you're, you know, speaks to you, you start to see how that carries over in your, in your day to day, right? Like it just does. And the humanity, right. I can't say enough. And I, I love that you, you say inherent value so much. And because it, it really makes me believe that you believe that when you look at an individual, no matter their faults, no matter what's right. going on with them, you see yeah. that. And you believe it. And when you believe it, they start to connect and build that trust with you as well. Because as you mentioned, hey, I I have all these gifts. I have access to, you know, scholarships and homes and things of that nature. But it doesn't mean that they want it. Because if they haven't built a trust, you're just like everybody. I I have shelter over here too, right? right? I have food over here too. I just have to work differently for it. And so they normally don't see how that's different. And that's some of the things that we share with, you know, our listeners and other nonprofits or people that are just starting out. It's like, it always comes down to that trust. And if you could build that, it doesn't matter what your background is. doesn't matter what credentials you have. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like they want to connect with someone where you want nothing from them. And like you said, it broke your heart probably four years. She stayed. Four years, but you never made her feel bad that she stayed those four years. You never, yeah. you never told her, gosh, we could have done this sooner. Her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Loved her. You know, sometimes I would walk out of the red light district crying, you know, mm-hmm. after I left her, after yeah. we had laughed and played and eaten together. And I would cry all the way home knowing what she was facing. Yeah. But I, but I cried all the way home because I loved her yeah. desperately. And, and she felt loved. She perceived that she was loved and that, you know, trust-based relationship means not only do I recognize her or his inherent value, but also that I recognize their autonomous ability to choose. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to love you if you stay here until you die. Right. And I'm going to love you if you choose to come out and I'm going to love you if you choose to go back. Yeah. And as, as your friend, I'm going to lay out, you know, if you choose this path, here's all, you know, we're going to talk about all the potential outcomes of that choice, whether it's healthy or beneficial. And if you want to choose that, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I love you. Um, and that, but the, the person, each individual is the only one that can make the choice. I can't make the choice for them. It won't stick. It won't make any lasting change. They have to recognize their capacity Mm -hmm. for choice. And when they do, they're, they're unstoppable. That's right. Yeah. 
That's right. They're unstoppable, one, because they figured it out, right? And they're empowered. And also they have built these partnerships with individuals like yourself and with Compass 31. And it's like, we are truly your support group for whatever you need us for. And we are going to root you on and we're going to cheer you on. And and that's it. Like you've built something that is unbreakable. And as soon as they, you know, and when they figure that out, like you said, I mean, you see this fierce individual um, that feels loved finally. And when you feel that love, you're just a completely different person. And that's where transformation happens. That's right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Everything changes. Yeah. This episode of the Inhumane Podcast is brought to you by Canopy.us. Now, I know you've heard me talk a lot about the dangers of online in our world today. So I'm here to tell you about a few tips that can help protect your kids online from porn and sexting. I highly recommend, of course, to use parental controls on all of your family's devices. But the truth is that the average age of exposure to porn is 11 years old. And one in four kids have received a sext and one in seven have actually sent one. So that's why Canopy is such an important app to install on your kids' devices. Canopy actually helps prevent the exposure to porn before it happens. They use their technology actually filters images and videos in milliseconds. And when Canopy detects a nude or lingerie-esque image, it's saved to your child devices. It will give them the option to delete or send to you for approval. That's like a lot of checks and balances. So you can try Canopy for today by using the code INHUMANE and check out for 30 days free and 20% off for life at canopy.us. Again, I can't tell you how hard it's been not to cry with um, now that I have like hormones that I can't control. I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. It has been very challenging. And even in my last <laughs> session as well, I was like, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> So, because it's real my messy. My superpower is making people cry. So. <laughs> oh, even more so. Yes, I can see uh-huh. that. I see for sure. I can totally uh-huh. see that. Um, you know, one thing that I've I've always um, loved, and kind of just going back to when you said, "Hey, there's bad actors and there's good actors," right? In in every space, um, right. so true. And right. I've worked in and with nonprofits for a very long time. And, you know, just kind of like to your point, when you speak to uh, adults in different spaces, you're very bold and you 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 call things for what they what they are. Right. Right. And from your experience. And so um, with me sometimes and and I've worked for companies or organizations um, where their mission was lost because they started to sell their soul to gain Uh, right money because they needed money to fund their organization. Um, And so for a very long time, um, you know, I've pushed being a socialpreneur and social enterprise and things of that nature because they feed into each other. And I I received a lot of pushback for, uh, you know, for almost a decade because people are like, no, everyone wants nonprofit over here and for-profit over here and they don't mix. And when they mix, then they think you're being shady. And I'm like, no, that's actually the complete opposite because now you're being transparent and you're saying this social enterprise feeds into our nonprofit so that we're not having 
to constantly fundraise and we're focused on the work. And so I don't know if that's what Echoes of Eden Collective is, um, but I know when I saw that, because when we talked um, like one-on-one last, uh, I, that just wasn't part of conversation. So now I was like, Ooh, look what they are doing. So I am so excited for you to share about, um, Echoes of Eden Collective. Thank you for that pivot in the conversation. I, Compass 31 has been donor driven, faith-based since its foundation. Mm -hmm. And, and I love that. I love that just the average person not everybody can pick up and move to Thailand and learn to speak Thai and totally. work front lines. Yeah. Right. Um, but the vast majority of people can once write a check for $25 <laughs> or regularly right. every month, give a certain amount yeah. to frontline workers. So I love the faith-based aspect or the donor driven aspect of Compass 31 and wouldn't want to change it. For sure. That being said, as you know, and and your listeners know, COVID has wreaked havoc Mm. on the world, upside down, inside out. People have been laid off, jobs lost, churches have less funding, less people attending, all the the things. Mm -hmm. And increased vulnerability has also increased trafficking dramatically. So the needs our organization has have increased while funding has been limited. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I'm super, super excited about is the launch of our new social enterprise and it's called Echoes of Eden Collective. And the idea is that, you know, I believe once upon a time and the time before time, there was darkness and chaos and void and the spirit hovered over the darkness and called, let there be light. And there was, and it was good. Mm. And you and I know in the field of human trafficking, everywhere you look, it is darkness and chaos and void. It is bloody dark. Mm -hmm. It is hard. And still, I believe the spirit hovers and calls light into darkness and it's good. Yeah. And so Echoes of Eden Collective is a social enterprise where we are merging beauty and joy into lives of purpose and impact. So we have worked really hard to develop an vegan, eco-friendly, beautiful, artisanal skincare line. It's luxury skincare, a face scrub and pro repair serum, timeless beauty with infinite impact. Mm -hmm. So people who are interested in skincare, people who are interested in eco-friendly or vegan products, they can buy our products that are some of the best in the industry. I mean, we're leveraging the latest in science and nature to create these products that are beautiful. And in celebration of my 50th birthday, like who at 50 launches a skincare line. (laughs) Love it. Uh, But these, these products, they work. I love them. And people can buy them knowing not only are they investing in their own feeling comfortable, in their own skin, feeling beautiful in their own skin as a person of inherent beauty and value. (laughs) Um, But every single purchase, 100% of the profits go to not only Compass 31, but a couple of other nonprofits that we also support. We work in partnership. 
Um, so all the profits are invested in empowering survivors or those that have experienced exploitation yeah. to move into lives of purpose and impact. See, so I'm super, super excited about oh, that. I don't, I don't blame you. I'm telling you, like, I like blew my top when I saw that. I'm like, yes, yes, this is so exciting because why, why do I want, and this is again, me personally, uh, I've had a very, uh, very intense uh, facial and a uh, skincare routine from when I was really young. So, right. um, you know, you get your products, right. And you know them and you're like, Oh, I don't know if I want to trade off or something along those lines, right. but it never fails anything for me when it's impact, um, such as this and the impact that it's making, I'm like done. Like, um, I actually was looking at the facial scrub. I was like, Oh, okay. I need to order that because my skin yeah. is starting to do something weird now that with pregnancy. Uh, yeah, just yeah, happens. Scrub yeah. is, is yummy, and we we're super simple. We have simple ingredients and simple products. We yes. only have five products, mm-hmm. but um, they're what I use all yeah. the time. And people compliment me on my skin all the time. Your listeners can't see me, but um, and you're and you're turning fifty. Don't recognize that I'm fifty yeah. this year. Amazing. Uh, well, see, and just me living in you know um, in Austin, Texas, we're very like everything that's about impact and eco and so on and so forth. And so always trying to look for those kinds of things that can support um, such an amazing organization like Compass 31 and then the others that you've supported. And so I think people can see that trusted piece, right? Because we're we're in a space of uh, or culture really of who can I trust that is really walking the walk and saying that they're proceeds are going here, right. you know, and I thank you for that. That's amazing because the culture is about to change. Social enterprise is changing. Um, and, and I think people are really going to start to see like, wow, something like this, it is possible to not just make a billion dollars and only 1% go again. We're thankful. We're always thankful for all of that. Um, right. but this is a game changer. And I commend you for understanding that so that you can help more individuals. Yeah. You know, one of the things I'm most excited about is for years, I've I've been in counter-trafficking work since 2011. And for years, we have these conversations and people ask like, okay, but what can I do? Mm-hmm. And I have the standard talking points, yeah. A, B, C, D, right? And they're like nod and smile Mm -hmm. and they don't feel empowered to make a significant difference. And maybe they'll write a check and maybe they won't, but they don't feel engaged. Mm. And this is the first time in, you know, 11 years that people ask, how can I fight trafficking? I'm like, well, do you wash your face every day? That's right. Here you go. Do you use any anti-aging products? Here you go. A hundred percent of our profits go into counter trafficking. And so it is just another stream of revenue to free up time to serve the people that we love Mm -hmm. and we care for. Yeah. And uh, an actionable way. Oh, do you wash your face? There's a way you fight trafficking. That's right. Click. You're done. <laughs> That's right. It's something that people spend, I mean, right, are just 
consumers money. spend billions of dollars on this on a on an annual basis. So here you go. Right. And it's unheard of for it to be a hundred percent proceeds go right to fight human trafficking. And amazing. It's my, it's my passion. It's yeah. my baby. And I I have enough to live on. Mm-hmm. Like right. it, it isn't about building my own empire. That's right. It is about moving freedom forward mm-hmm. in tangible ways. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for that. And I'm, um, you know, I'm about to talk about it because like I told you, I was like, oh, I have to order this uh, scrub because I'm, and me being a pregnant mama too, and already a crunchy mama, like um, I'm very much always constantly looking at ingredients. And even when they say it's this or that, so I'm looking, I was like, oh, there's this safe. I can totally order that now. Right. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, I will be talking about it. And normally I, um, you know, ask our guests, it's like, Hey, give, you know, give our listeners an action item for how we could support your organization as well as how they can get into the fight. But one, we already told them, uh, for prevention, please go to the priceless cube and order that off of compass31.com. Like order that. That is such a great entry point for you to come in and you have it that fits cultures um, beautifully, so universal. And now the other action item to support Compass 31 is buy some Echoes of Eden collective uh, product. Like dot life. What's that? Echoes of Eden collective, Echoes of Eden dot life. That's dot life. Website. Okay. Dot life. Genius, genius name. Um, like it's just so brilliant. Jenny said, I can't tell you. And I'm, I'm so excited for organizations such as yourself and, and what we do with the collective impact, right? It's, it's sustainable. It's another right. stream of income as you, uh, as you well put it, um, so that it frees us up to do the work and to get more people involved in a way where they're like, oh, oh God, that anti-human trafficking lady's coming. I don't want right. to hear, I don't want to hear anything about it, right? Because we know that the, we know right. there's that. No problem. This is a very right. non-invasive way, right? It doesn't have to mess up your chi or whatever it is that you're you're right. doing that day. And you could just buy some product and you can feel good about yourself. And right. I, I'm all for that. And you're providing that. And right. you're just going feel to reach in your skin and feel good in yeah. the impact you're having. That's right. Like it's a double whammy. <laughs> right. Why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Well, I will tell you, um, I totally need you to come back onto the show. And I don't say need very often because I I know I wanted to talk about you being on the US Advisory Council. And I think that's a whole other segment, especially when we start ramping up for legislation uh, across different nations or uh, states. And I'd love to have you back on because it's essential. We know a lot of people are starting to get into politics, and I think they need to understand how we can change some laws that will prevent as well as prosecute. Um, And some of the things that we know, I mean, I'm in Texas, we do things completely different than in California, right? And in Mississippi and so on and so forth. So there are some things that should be universal, just like the priceless cube, right? So when they're trafficking across lines, it doesn't matter. They're going to be prosecuted the exact same way. So um, I'd love for you to come back on and, you know, and share 
um, what our listeners can do, what you're doing, because I find it so fascinating, um, and how they can get involved that way and understand what they need to do. Um, do you have any last words for for our listeners? I, I don't think so. I think I would love to have another session with you. And yeah, absolutely equip your listeners to kind of understand what is happening in the legal realm and mm-hmm. legislative realm and equip them to become activists in their own communities and yeah. their state and nationally so that we can have uh, an impact on that realm as mm-hmm. well, not only in our personal lives, but in our greater community and, and country. So I would love to have that further conversation. But other than that, I have loved, loved, loved spending time with you. I hope your listeners find something, some bit of value in our discussion. And I will look forward to having another conversation in the future. I love it. Thank you for honoring me with your time. Um, literally could talk to, to you for hours with the mic or without a mic. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, and so I, I humbly thank you for sharing your time with me. I know how valuable it is. And I thank you on behalf of our listeners and I can't wait to have you back on. Thank you so much. And happy forward. birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, for big year. Yeah. Big it's year. <laughs> That's a year long celebration in, in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm loving everything about being this age. Fantastic. Yeah. Like as, as you should, I don't find anything like I'm 41. I'm probably not going to deliver until I'm 42 and people Uh have issues about that. And I'm like, I don't feel, I feel like I'm 25 right now. So I'm loving being 40, you know, 41 and, and having this little guy grow. My mindset is completely different. So I, I feel you on that one. Yeah. So thank you so much. Enjoy your week. I appreciate you. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Jenny Sue. God bless. (laughs) You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all of our other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.